Hi, everyone. Thank you for tuning in to this edition of It's Brewing at McEwen, a USF baseball podcast. I'm your host, Mark Giardino, and today I'll be joined by my two co-hosts, Matt Giardino and John Kaplan. Our guests today are two of the core players in the USF baseball program these last few years, junior outfielder Drew Brutcher and senior first baseman slash outfielder Daniel Cantu. We had a great time getting to know these guys better, learning more about their teammates and their goals for the upcoming season. If you're enjoying our content, please be sure to give this a thumbs up and subscribe on whichever platform you're listening on. We recorded this show on December 21st, 2022, about two months away from opening day, which will be on Friday, February 17th, 2023, as the Bulls will host a strong University of Maryland team coming off a great season in which they hosted an NCAA regional. Without further ado, let's get into the show. Give each of y'all opportunity to introduce yourselves. Um, you know, where are you from? What year are you? Position, major, just the basics. Um, so I'll let uh, I'll let you go first, uh, Daniel. All right. Um, I'm from Jacksonville, Florida. I'm a senior, first base this year, um, and I also play outfield. Nice. And so you say you're from Jacksonville, but some people say that you're not from Duval. So I'm confused by that. <laughs> no, I'm actually not from Duval. So is there a I'm part from, of Jacksonville uh, that's not in Duval? Correct. Okay. It's, uh, it's like Southern Jacksonville is not like all Duval. Like it's more of a, like around the St. Augustine area, it's more St. John's County, and I'm more towards St. Augustine than I am Jacksonville. Gotcha, gotcha. Well, the Duval chant, you know, it's going to live on, so it is what yeah, it is. That's, that's fine. <laughs> <laughs> nice. And then, uh, Drew, I guess I'll give you another chance to introduce yourself again. I'm an outfielder here at USF. I'm a junior, and I'm from Lakeland, Florida. Okay. Um. So we kind of wanted to start it off just like on a lighter note, just trying to get to know you guys a little more uh, before we kind of dive into like what your off season's been like. You know, I know you guys played some of you, Drew played summer ball. Um, and then there's been some things going on with the program, like getting a new field. So we'll get into that later. And then uh, towards the end of the show, just want to talk about, you know, your career at USF, maybe talk about your favorite moments. And then lastly, uh, we want to talk about your look ahead to the to the upcoming season, but uh, you know, for now, uh, I'll let uh, Matt and John kind of kind of I'll let John kick off uh, some of the get more get to know you questions. All right, so uh, DC, I'm I'm glad uh, you finally figured out Zoom, but <laughs> yeah, my bad. I don't know, my no, computer's been acting acting up with the audio. Um, so just with some, uh, lighter questions to start things off, um, I thought it would be funny to know for, from both of you guys, like if there's a bench clearing brawl and you can bring one person on the, on, uh, the Bulls roster right now, uh, who are you guys bringing with you and why? Oh, Has to be a player though. Because we know you picked Billy Mole if it, it was coaches. <laughs> Drew, you go first. I got to think on this one. I got a couple. Uh, I'd either pick DC <laughs> <laughs> or Joaquin Monke. 
Let's go. Monke, all right, all right. The reason Stand for – what's the reason for Monke? Uh, I don't even know. He's just a funny guy. He always has my back, and we're good. There you go. And the dude's yoked, if we're being uh, honest. <laughs> DC. Right, I, I got – all right, I got a healthy Joey Bellini. I got to um, hear the why here. Well, he's my roommate, and uh, we love to uh, get after it a little bit. Right. <laughs> some some we'll, would know. Some, some we'll don't. leave it there. Yeah. Um, I enjoyed watching Bellini pitch. He's, uh, I think he's got a real good future with USF. Um, all right, so uh, next question is, um, I, I couldn't go, I couldn't decide between do or don't. So I'm going to keep it clean with who, uh, on the roster right now, if you were a dad, who would they, who would you let date your daughter? Hypothetically for both. You say do, you say do or don't like both. Um, both. I think I I'm going with just do for now, because I feel like there could be a lot more things that could go wrong with the don't. So we'll keep it clean. <laughs> uh, well, I, I've got a, I've got a solid answer for both. Actually, then answer I, both. I have one in yeah. mind. Um, <laughs> we, we can do both if you want. I'm, I'm, I'm definitely, cool I'm, I'm definitely letting Drew or Tanner Mink, uh, what is it? Date your daughter or date? Yeah. Yeah. And, okay. Don't oh god, <laughs> so mad at me. Uh, Jackson Catherine, I'm not letting date my daughter. <laughs> okay, I've been talking to him a bit this offseason. That's funny that that's your answer. Uh, mm-hmm. It's hilarious. Uh, for do, I would definitely say like DC, but um, for Dang, don't... you guys are just lovebirds over here, man. Love to see that. My guy. Joaquin. And Daniel knows that too. Definitely not Joaquin. Yeah, no, not Joaquin. <laughs> not Joaquin. <laughs> That's for sure. Great. All right. So, um, do either one of you guys have like a pregame meal that's like a go to? Being baseball players, I mean, we're all ritualistic and we try not to uh, stray away from what works. So, do you guys have a pregame meal that you guys go with? Um, I have a night before meal that I go to. It's, uh, me and my grandma actually, cause she, she lives in Tampa. She comes for like all the weekend series, like the home games. And usually on like Thursday nights, we go to Portillo's and I get like the same order every time. You got the beef? Yeah, got to. You got to go with the 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 Italian beef dipped, and I get a chili cheese dog and a large fry. Sounds immaculate. It's great. I can say that I've never been there. Where is that located? It's on Fowler, like right off campus. You got that. Right, I'll have bias to uh, check court. it out. I think Daniel, you got your fam, you got family from Chicago too or area, right? So it's kind yeah, of a yeah. family thing. Okay, there you go. Yeah, I, uh, my roots. 
There you go. Yeah, I saw a uh, head football coach, Golish. He had like a press conference today and they asked him like his favorite place to eat in Tampa so far. And he said Portillo's like he oh, mentioned sure. it like three times on the on the press conference. So that was pretty funny. Um, uh, how about you, Drew? Uh, actually, like a breakfast kind of thing. Riley Hogan got me hooked on it. Like he eats donuts before and he always hits a home run. Yes, so sir. <laughs> that's I do good for some reason. So it's got me hooked. On What's a donut of choice? Uh, I would say like Duncan. A- any particular uh, flavor? My bad, glazed. Okay, okay. Yeah, All glazed. Right, keep it simple. Um, yeah, who's the class clown in the dugout? Like uh, the stereotypical class clown of the group. I have my ideas, but I want to hear y'all say it. I would say Deets, he's pretty funny sometimes. Yeah, uh, Deets is good. Joaquin. Hootie's good. Y'all seen the... Y'all seen the TikTok that Tyler Dietz made of himself dressed up as Batman? Yeah, yeah that was so no. funny. <laughs> oh, my God. Yeah, that was hilarious. I, I, I don't even go on TikTok. I only go there to post videos. And the one video that popped up on my home screen, I see a dude wearing a Batman mask. I'm like, what is this? And then I, I, I'm like, oh, crap, it's Tyler Dietz. I was like, <laughs> he went through a drive through and uh, talked with the Batman voice. Uh, yeah, it's interesting. Yeah. It's like an inside joke within like the locker room of like that's like his like thing like him and Batman. It's just like weird, but it's so it's so funny. So like he po- he posted it and he like sent it in our chat and like we all got it, but like not everyone else understands. But like an alter ego for him or yeah 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 kind of pretty much an alter ego. Listen, I, I can respect it. Um, uh, who in the dugout is winning a dance contest? Winning a dance contest. Nobody. Oh, God. oh, 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 Jackson Mayo. Jackson Mayo is winning a dance yeah. contest. Yeah, Mayo. All right. We're saying we got both votes for Mayo. All right, he, so he gets the the number one spot on ESPN's top ten plays, and you know he gets the the vote for best dancer on the team. That's pretty good. Yeah, unfortunate <laughs> outcome with that series, but that play was disgusting. Yeah, no one would have it. I kind of want to. I kind of want to go to that play real quick. Um, uh, he was in. Was he playing right field that day? And yeah, he was, he was in yeah. right field. Yeah. yeah. Uh, How tall are those fences? Like two feet. Like they look so tiny on the TV. Yeah, they're, yeah, they're really low. It's just in right field. I just don't understand the point of that. Apparently, it used to be like a graveyard. So then they moved the fence in and made it shorter, like the fence shorter as well. It's like right field and Fenway all the way around, like that really yeah. small part of their fence. Um, you were, what were you saying about that play, though, Mark? Oh yeah, Drew, were you in center that day? Yeah, I was at center. Did did you did you think that he would have was going to come down, come up with that ball, like when he went over the fence? 
No, I honestly had no clue what was happening. He just flipped over the fence. I'm like, he had to have this ball. <laughs> <laughs> did you – I forgot. Did you run a check on him or, like, the tailgate guys, like, they they picked him up or something? There was, like, yeah. some guys. Me and Matt were just standing there waiting <laughs> to pick it up. Yeah, it was yeah, crazy yeah. when when he held the ball up. I was like, "No way!" <laughs> <laughs> it looked it looked like a scene out of a movie or something. I was just like, "Is this ridiculous?" Yeah, it was uh, wild. <laughs> All right, John. It was cool seeing him uh, getting fired up because I feel like Mayo. He's like so stoic. Like he very yeah. rarely shows emotion, but seeing him get fired up like that, that was uh, yeah. I was getting fired up right there with him. Um, so. Sure. Uh, last question, um, because we have, you know, a lot of new faces on the, on the roster. Um, if you, uh, I didn't even anticipate you guys picking each other for as many answers. So I'm glad this is a rule on the last question. You can't pick each other. It's bottom of the ninth, two outs with runners in scoring position and a tie game. Uh, if you cannot pick one another, who are you picking to be up in that position and why there we are on the spot uh i got mine you right, go. um i got um travis i like that he's a con- contact yeah. hitter yeah he's he's so hard to get out yeah i, I could see that he had 300 Last year, so like, nice. yeah, he'll just he'll just battle back. He'll, yeah, he, he just knows how to get get hits for sure. He had a pretty good fall too. I was I was enjoying watching him in some of the scrimmages. Yeah, he had a and, really good fall. Yeah, for people unfamiliar with Travis, he's a uh, transfer from Marshall University uh, Conference USA. I think he played like four years there, and this will be his first year with USF and I think he's a third baseman is that right yeah he played two years at Marshall I think um just a sidebar on uh his defense at third base is what I was completely blown away by like um there's no replacing Carmine Lamb but from a defensive standpoint I don't think we're going to see any regression there because he his hands are so smooth. I think I saw him turn like four double plays in two games, um, did not make a single error. He just looked really comfortable, and you could tell he was experienced out there. It was uh, really refreshing to see. And Yeah, yeah he's, my, he's filthy. Yeah, uh, that's right, Daniel. He played two years in JUCO. He actually played with Ethan, and then he went to Marshall. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, him and Boogie played together. Nice. Yeah. All right, Drew, who's your uh, who's your guy? I would have to say Marcus. I think he's gotten a lot better, so I would put him in that spot. Yeah, Ooh, he's playing on that really a little good bit. Summer ball um, up in Georgia. No, no, no that, he was in he was in Northwoods. That's right. Um, yeah, yeah, Northwoods. He was with the Kingfish or something. I'm not yeah. sure. He bought out this summer though. Yeah, he was, no. yeah, pretty good. He was with the Mallards, but yeah, he did really good this summer. Um, he like blew up when he came on, and then like it was just kind of like a plug and play from there. Like whoever was hot, that's who Mole went with. Yeah, yeah, 
and he, I, I, you know, I didn't really get to see him much this fall because I think he had something wrong with his arm. Is he all better yeah, now? Or? Yeah, his, he, shoulder. his shoulder is banged up. Oh, like from like from like hitting something, like from getting hit or something. No, I think he was sliding into second base in the summer. Wow. Okay. Yeah. So towards the end of fall, did he start hitting and stuff? Yeah, yeah he came. He did. Oh, cool. Okay. Nice. Yeah, his first his first at bat of the fall, he had a bomb. No way. <laughs> yeah, it was sick. Wow. Okay. That's what's up. Um, okay. I think we kind of covered a lot of the getting to know the team. Um, so with that, I kind of wanted to drive the conversation just a little more towards, uh, you know, what you guys have been up to since last season ended. Um, I wanted to talk to Drew a little bit about being in Cape in the Cape Cod League. Um, I was following you really closely when you're up there and, uh, you got off to a, a rough start, uh, just statistically, I think I saw like your first, uh, few weeks there, um, what, we weren't getting a lot of hits. And then, uh, in the last six weeks, you were completely on fire. Uh, I think you batted like 340 in your last, like 60 at bats over there. Um, so could you just talk a little bit? about your experience there and, and and what was going on with the slow start and then getting hot all of a sudden? I would just say, you know, it's definitely hard playing up there. They're like the best talent across the world. So, I mean, that was good. But, I mean, at the start, you know, nothing was just dropping. I mean, I was hitting balls hard or whatever. But, you know, just kept that going on through the season, just kept my mind straight. I knew things were going to fall for me. So, later on in the season, it just happened. So, that was good. Nice. And, you know, when you're up there playing against these, all these P5 arms and um, like, how did you, did you feel like you had to like adapt or like, did you kind of just do the same thing you always do or, or what was the level of competition like for you? I think I just, you know, I've had teammates tell me just keep doing what you got you there. You know, don't change anything, you know, change your swing or anything like that. Just keep doing yourself. Nice. And then uh, did you guys make a little run? Like, did you guys go to the playoffs or anything like that? Yeah, we made the playoffs. So I think we got out the first round. Okay. Nice. And uh, when you were up there, were you up there in the Cape with any other USF players? Uh, Nelson was up there and Joaquin was up there for a few weeks. Okay, nice. And uh, I also wanted to ask Daniel about uh, his off season. I know uh, last summer uh, you did play in the North in 2021, you played in the Northwoods league, but um, this summer you, you didn't uh, play summer ball. So what was your summer like and off season? Like. Um, I was just training at my local um, like sports facility place here in Jacksonville. And um I love training there. It's a lot of fun. I get to train with a lot of other collegiate athletes and even some professional um, baseball players. So that's – I really like to do that a lot whenever I'm – whenever I come home. Um, Mayo also does it as well with, with me. But, um, yeah, I just did that. And I just need a little refresher from the game a little bit, refresh my body, my mind. Um, mentally, it was a tough season, so 
um, I thought just taking a step away was uh, the best thing for me. And um, I actually had something wrong with my knee that I did not even know about. Or, well, I knew about it. I just did not. It was something that just happened over time. And, and um, it's a good thing that I didn't play summer baseball because they could have gotten even worse. So um, I got that fixed, and now we're uh, locked and loaded, ready to go. A sidebar from that, Daniel, did uh, that copper uh, sleeve ever come in, like come into existence and did it help at all? I did wear it, but it really didn't do much because I was playing on something that I didn't even know like that was wrong with me. So I just they just thought it was tendonitis, but it was not that. So it's crazy to think that you made that catch that you made uh, in the. AAC tournament up at the wall, I think, versus ECU, was it? Robbed the home run or close to yeah. robbing the home run? And yeah, he yeah, wasn't that was, even. <laughs> that was so sick. That was the best play I've seen you make. I've seen you make a lot of good plays, but that was that was that was different. That, yeah. That was that was just like that kind of felt like a little like an out-of-body experience a little bit. Like I like caught and I came down. I was just so fired up. But then afterward, I was like, I just did that. that. That was sweet. <laughs> <laughs> I can totally see that because it, it was, was just it, like my it was like my instincts just took over and it just like I didn't even think about it. I just like it just happened. Nice. Yeah, that, that was that was amazing. Yeah, that, that, that game was so good too. We had some back and forths. Um I forgot. Did you hit a Nelly in the grand slam? Yes, Nelly Yeah, grand Nelly slam. had a grand slam. Oh yeah. dude, that was awesome. That was fun. Um Nice. So that was your guys' summer. And then uh, coming into the fall, um, there's been some changes like with the program. Uh, you guys are getting uh, a, a turf in, infield, which you can see in my background right here. Um, I know this has maybe a little more implications for you, Daniel, because you're actually going to probably play first base this year. Um, how are you feeling about that? Have you had a chance to test it out yet or any turf similar to it? No, the, the field's closed off as of right now, but it's pretty much done. But uh, uh, I'm actually – I'm fine with it. I love playing on turf. Like, it doesn't really – the ball's – it comes off a little hotter, but I, I don't think it's that big of a difference. Um, uh, but, yeah, I, turf is fine. It doesn't bother me one bit. Seems like there's uh, other teams in, in the conference, at least. I know UCF has it and Houston has it. Um, have you guys noticed any difference with, like, those fields compared to – I mean, honestly, last year it was, like, crazy how hard the uh, infield was at USF. Um, is it, like, a little bit – does it slow down the ball at all or um, does it help you guys out in terms of, you know, how quick it gets to uh, the fielders? Um, hops are different. I don't really think it's comes off slower or harder. I think it's just hops. Yeah, yeah. I was about to say the same thing. So the hops are more predictable. It's like uh, I would say they're cleaner. I don't know how to like describe it. It's just like they're more true. Okay. Yeah, I know. I I would think that like I was gonna say predictable as well, but true hop is a good way to describe it because there's not as much like variability of what could happen. 
Yeah. I, I feel like that'll ultimately be good. But um, one thing that uh, Tony, Matt, and Mark's dad said from like the get was how quick our infield was. So hopefully that won't be too much of an adjustment um, for anybody playing the infield this year. Yeah. And then the uh, the outfield staying grass, is that something – is that how they want to keep it, like, going forward, or they want to get everything turf eventually? I have, honestly, zero. Clear. Maybe anyone <laughs> <Daniel> knows. <laughs> yeah, I have, I have no idea either. I think – I mean, I think that they'll probably keep it grass. I feel like that would be better. I don't know. I'm gotcha. not sure what they're gotcha. going to do. Okay. Uh, Drew, Drew, I wanted to ask you one thing. Uh, I noticed, like, on your social media that you've been getting some uh, NIL type of deals and that. Um, how, how, are, how are you able to, to get that? And um, what has that process been like? Because when you first came to USF, that wasn't even a thing. And then later in your career, you have opportunities like that. How has that change been? Um. I wouldn't say it's like a big change. It's just, it's just something me and some teammates have been doing. Like I learned from Marcus Brodeo. We just honestly uh, DM'd a lot of companies on Instagram just for fun. But one reached back out, Diamond Kinetics, and they just gave me a deal. So we just went from there. And Daniel, did you did you have any right now, or are you work on any? Um, I have one, but it's just I I know the people who do it. So the company who I'm working with. So, um, I haven't really tried to DM a lot of people, but I've, I've always thought about it, but I never have really like put much time and effort into it. Yeah, I got you. I got you. Nice. Um, Matt or John, do you have any questions about like the fall or, or anything recent? Yeah. Um, um go ahead, I, oh, I actually do on my end. Um, Obviously, uh, you know, Mark and I, we were in uh, Texas a few years ago, and you guys uh, kind of got things going in that ninth inning in the first game. Daniel leading off the uh, the inning with a home run, and then Drew, obviously. Uh, you had an awesome uh, two-run home run. What was that, like, experience like being in Austin, Texas, and, you know, tying up the game, and, you know, what was going through your mind at that point, and, you know, what 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 have you taken away from that that has really, you know, helped you develop as a player through, you know, difficult situations and, you know, uh, more situations where uh, it might be a little bit more stressful than, uh, you know, the typical games? Um, I would just say, like, I mean, it was definitely an awesome moment. You're not really thinking as much when you're running around the base or whatever. You know, there's always the fans cheering in your ears, and it's just really loud. You know, it's a great experience, a great atmosphere to do something like that. It was crazy. Um, How about you, uh, Daniel? Yeah, like, I mean, just going through that experience, just like, you know you've been at that big stage before, and you know that you produced at that stage before, and um, – when you're in the ne next time you're in the moment, like in a big moment like that, you, you just think back, I've done this before, I've been here. Um, and it just kind of calms your mind down a little bit. That's awesome. And uh, like, you know, based on that experience, um, you know, how, how do you think that 
you know, that was pretty early, early on in your careers. Um, how do you think that that's helped you guys, you know, like coming up on your junior and senior year? Um, how do you think that has helped you guys prepare for, you know, helping out your younger teammates and also for yourselves as well? Uh, I would just say, like, we know we can play in big atmospheres and stuff like that. It doesn't really affect us at all. Cool. Yeah, it's honestly like I feel like I perform might perform better when I'm in a bigger atmosphere, honestly. But um, it just feels like you're like at the center of, of everything. Like everyone's there to watch you play. And it's like such a cool feeling. And it's like it's, just, it's a lot of fun when it's like that. Honestly, yeah. I was probably I was probably more nervous for you guys than uh, you guys were for yourselves during that moment. <laughs> yeah, that, that it was a really incredible atmosphere, and I feel like, you know, now the the group of guys on the current team that actually were there is pretty small. I think it's only like seven or eight guys left from that from that roster. Um, but you know, I guess that kind of just helps you guys be leaders uh, for this team going forward, especially being in your fourth year. Um, how, how do you see, Daniel, how do you see like this year coming up? Um, like, do you feel like you you were going to be a leader of this team as similar to how you were last year, but maybe even more so uh, now that you're a senior? Um, yeah, I mean, I was a leader last year, but I learned a lot from last year. And um, I definitely look back now and wish that I was more um, more of a leader than I was last year because I, I could have had – could have been a better leader last year. But I know that I'm going to take those learning lessons and those experiences and I'm going to apply them to this team and – really help lead this team the way I know it. I know that this can, this team can be successful. You know, that's just what I take away from it. Like I, I wish that I could go back and have done things differently or like been better myself, but the only way I can get better is to learn from it and apply it to this year's team. You know, you mentioned, um, that you're going to take some lessons from last year and apply that just at a very high level. Like what is the main thing you want to make sure that, that you do differently this year or the main thing that you want to, what's your main takeaway, your main focus for this season as a leader? Um, I think just hold everyone accountable and to a higher standard. Um, we got some really great guys and we built um, a family made it on um, trust and accountability. And I think if we all can lean back on each other and uh, trust one another, the next guy next to you, that um, that will take a lot of pressure off and um, we'll just be a more successful team that way. Drew, uh, we'll let you kind of talk. I mean, last year you were in your second year with the program. So you weren't like a veteran per se, um, but do you feel like this year that you're going to have more of a leadership role and what would that look like for you? 
Yeah, I definitely say it's like my third year. So I believe like as I was as a freshman, I looked up to people as a junior and who were seniors. So I feel like now I'm a junior, people probably look up to me and stuff like that. Nice. And what like when when you were when you were um a freshman and, and your leaders were like, you know, Riley and Sullivan and, and guys like that, the both Sullivans. Um what 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 made them so effective as leaders and like what 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 can you learn from them that that will help you I mean I would just say like play every game like it's your last I'm not saying it was like their last season or whatever but they just played every game like it was just their last they probably knew like maybe this was their last season or something and they just played every game hard as they could and I just learned from that nice yeah I could, I could definitely see that um so going into my last segment um we just want to look ahead to the upcoming season um i know john had a couple questions really related to that so i'll kick it to him um yeah you kind of touched on like the uh like the so whether it's mental or something like actual like with your technique of like playing or honing your craft per se um, with DC, I, I, I remember talking to him several times last season, like, and, uh, about his leadership and how it was just like showing so much this season. And, uh, I honestly can, um, respect the, I really respect the fact that like he took time for kind of getting his head right, because I mean, anybody who's played baseball knows how important that is to have your head in the right space. But, um, so with not playing summer ball, is there anything that you uh, change in the, the offseason? I, I feel like I saw like a uh, you're, you're keeping that front foot planted and not taking that step. Is that right? Yeah, correct. Um, I started doing that like two weeks, the last two weeks of the season. And I had like six doubles in like a week and a half span. And I was like, geez, if I did this, like, the whole season, I, my season would have been amazing. Yeah, I so think I saw you I get out, like, like, three times in the scrimmages, like, total combined. <laughs> you were yeah. raking in the fall, too. Yeah. Yeah, I was like, I, me and Maul, I mean, we were just – he was just like, don't change a thing. I was like, all right, like, I love it. I feel comfortable. I feel confident. I feel comfortable and just – comfortable enough to like just let my instincts take over and that's what I did this fall and it, I had great success doing it so well that's awesome whatever you did worked so with uh Butch kind of like a a little bit opposite end of the spectrum you know you're playing um and the Kate and you know I'm sure I I mean for me I would, I would feel like some nerves come with that, just going up against some of the best in the country. Like, is there anything that you um, went into that summer focusing on, on trying to, if not fix, m maybe fine tune any part of your game up there? Um, I would just say I worked on getting my foot down early more because if you get beat by a fastball up there, then you're just, you're just doomed. So then <laughs> you're, it's interesting. 
I, I can see that because of the average velo that you're facing is uh, probably higher than your average velo, I guess, you know, midweek game or something like that. Um, probably something I've never seen live. <laughs> um, regarding the upcoming season, I would love to know. Um, I feel like <clears throat> last season we started off like real hot, but the, I would say that our level of competition, you know, like um, even though some of them played us pretty close, you know, I feel like you see a definite step up, step up in that avenue this season. Um, so which, uh, which of those early off season or out of conference opponents are you guys looking forward to play the most? Uh, I would um, say like Florida state. Yeah, that's a good one. I'm definitely looking up, looking forward to going there. Um, I'm definitely looking forward to go to Long Beach. I think that one is going to be a really good series. And um, I've never been to California, so I'm pretty excited for that. Um, but I'm also looking forward to the opening weekend matchup against Maryland. I know they're a really good team. They hosted a regional. And – um obviously playing the gators it, it, we love playing the gators so um that's always fun to look forward to drew why fsu um just you know uf and fsu are big powerhouse schools in florida so you want to show like we can beat them we're one of them do you feel like we need to show that i mean i, I feel like we've got a pretty good track record against uf uh because uh, one of my good buddies played for them uh, from, like, 2010 to 2012, and then another one from, like, 2016 to 2018. Um, I feel like we kind of have had our way with UF, but we haven't had a lot of, you know, regular season play with FSU. It seemed like that environment was was honestly, like, a lot more involved at, at the stadium uh, for a scrimmage than I thought it would be. Is that any surprise? Are they pretty much always rowdy? They're yeah. very rowdy. Very rowdy. They're more rowdy than uh, UF is for sure. Yeah, I can see but that. that you step that, our game up. Yeah, that atmosphere up there in Tally is like, honestly, I think it's way different than UF. Yeah, I can see that. UF at the regional, even the Friday game that was the 2021 regional where you played the gate, played UF on that Friday afternoon, you would think that that would be like super hype for them. Like, you know, that they would be, that place would be rocking. They're hosting a regional. And it, the USF fans, we were like louder than them. And we had like a, a small contingent compared to them. So yeah, if any Gators fans are listening to this, doubt it, but, uh, yeah, they, their their baseball environment is – yeah, I, I totally see what you mean. But, yeah, Matt, do you have any uh, questions for the upcoming season? Yeah, so uh, mainly, like, what are your guys' personal goals for the upcoming season? And uh, kind of as a team, what are you guys trying to strive for and uh, ultimately accomplish uh, in this upcoming season? Uh, I would say in conference is the biggest goal. Nice. Yeah, definitely like winning um, like the regular season conference 
and winning the tournament. I think that would be that would be awesome. Definitely. Great. Yeah, winning I think regular season goal is like a really nice focus point. Cause even like I think the season where you guys won the tournament, I think the conference record was like five hundred. So, you know, that's probably something that you wanna have a feather in your cap before you leave is like, yeah, we had a great AAC regular season season, you know. Um, and then how about like like Matt was saying, like on a personal level, um, what are you guys like individual goals? Do you have any numbers that you're like, oh, I want to do this or that or first team, whatever? Like what, what do you have anything in mind like that? Um, like this Not fall, I was – I talked to – John's a lot and uh I told him I was like I'm gonna lead the team in doubles just this spring and that's like probably the biggest like that's probably like my main goal that I think of and that I have been thinking of like I just I want to lead the team in doubles and the conference in doubles so um that's I always tell that to John's I'm like John's I'm gonna be I'm gonna lead the conference in doubles this year that's just what like i always say to him nice. but that's on a personal note i also want to be like i want to be the best leader i can be this year for the team and um i want to um be a great first baseman honestly and be a good captain there and the leader of the infield there so i think that those are my personal goals and lead us to like a a big championship or something or another run to Omaha. Yeah, man. <laughs> that would be sweet. And you know, you know, you can do it. So it's yeah. possible. Drew, anything personally? Uh, Probably just being a better leader. And that's about it. Cutting down the strikeouts as well. Nice. How do you uh, feel like you're going to improve your, um, improve that like more making more contact what's like your main thing for you that you focus on to get better at that uh not again as many two strike counts you know just being ready for that first pitch and getting that box nice nice cool well you know i feel like we we covered um everything we're hit coming up on about 40 minutes um so i, I got one more question mark yeah yeah go for it yeah so um I think one thing that really stood out to me last year, uh, especially more towards the end of the season, was Nelson Rivera kind of finding his power stroke. Um, do you guys kind of have any insight on that? Like, I feel like the last week or two of the season, like, you really started hitting the ball really hard. And uh, I was wondering if you guys kind of have any insight on on Nelson Rivera and what he's done this offseason. I would just say very hard worker he's always in the cage day in and night out so just know that he's a very hard worker in that cage yeah he he grinds in the cage that's for sure and, and he won't leave until he gets it right like he will take as many swings as he as he can until he gets that thing right and once he gets it right he's he's happy with it but he's gonna do it again the next day like 
that's just how what he does and he had he had a great uh tournament like he had those two bombs like which produce a lot of RBIs for us and he yeah he grinds awesome i have uh, one more question um so uh just in the few players that i've talked to um they've all mentioned like the family dynamic that's inside the dugout. And I think that's super important in baseball, but like hearing you guys say that, uh, you know, a conference championship is a goal and winning the regular season is a goal that that's, uh, I think it goes hand in hand with like the dynamic you guys are building, but that really as a fan first, like that fires me up because with so much shuffling uh, in the, through the draft and then we get getting all these transfers who you don't know how they're going to pan out. Like um, I feel like that really kind of fires me up to know that you guys are still striving for that. So what have you guys seen that makes you guys so confident in where you guys stand preseason and moving into conference play? Um, I don't know. My, when I came into this program, my captains and leaders, they just really instilled that family atmosphere culture for for me. And I want to do the same thing for the guys who are younger than me. And I think if we have that, um, we can be a really successful team and we can really do something special because it has happened before. Um, but yeah, that's just what I got. Yeah, I would just say, like, we all believe in each other. Like, we're all brothers. We want everyone to do good, whoever's next to us, and it just fires each other up. Yeah, and like these new guys who the freshmen and the transfers who, who have come in, like, they've all fit in like perfectly, and they're all amazing guys. And it's just nice to have guys on your team that you know you can trust and lean back on whenever things go sideways. But you know that they're going to be there, be there to pick uh, pick you up. So it's always nice knowing that, and um, it's always fun, more fun when you're a more close knit group. Definitely glad to hear that. Um that you guys have really kind of already bonded and built some chemistry like through the fall. And I could see it too. I went to a few scrimmages. I feel like the team chemistry is, is looking pretty good. And um, yeah, I think, I think from a, from a talent standpoint, I feel like the infields looking really athletic uh, middle infield guys looking really athletic. So you guys are definitely, have like the ability to to make that run that you guys want to make it's just gonna be a matter of like you said uh having good leadership and having that togetherness which is what you guys had when you made the run as you know um back in 21 so yeah i also feel like we can look into like anyone on this team and know that they're like gonna give it their all and just just leave it all out there like everyone's got it like everyone's so hungry to play and they want it really bad and this team is very talented and any pretty much anyone can play 
and that's always great to have on your team. For sure. I'm really fired up for the season, man. I can't <laughs> wait. I was going to say, uh, I know Mark, John, and I were going to be uh, making a lot of noise this uh, upcoming season, but in terms of like very vocal leaders sitting in the dugout, um, you know, who do you guys think is going to fire up the team in game and kind of, uh, you know, lead the chirping in the dugout? Better be DC. The, the pitchers, the pitchers don't sleep on them. The pitchers bring a lot of energy to this team. Like the pitchers, our pitchers are full of, full of guys with a lot of chatter and a lot of stuff, a lot of energy for sure. Some of the new guys? What? Some of the, some of the new guys too? Yeah, for sure. And anyone like in the top of that list is probably Boog. Ethan, yeah, I, I feel like Ethan could chirp with the best of them. Oh, yeah, yeah. But we got, like, Tanner – I mean, all yeah. the pitchers they got, they, they got. <laughs> we look forward to it. Yeah, with that, I'm going to let you all go. Um, you know, we, we appreciate you guys' time. And uh, we look forward to having you guys on throughout the season. We want to we wanna do a little more uh, player involvement with our coverage this upcoming year. Um, you know, maybe, like, get one of you guys on, you know, on an off night or whatever and just catch up on how the season is going and stuff like that. Sweet. Yeah, I like that. Sweet. Awesome. Well, cool, guys. Thanks, we appreciate guys. it. Have yeah, a good night. Thanks, fellas. You too. Yes, sir. Yeah, thanks, guys.